Hey friends, thanks for joining me. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever wondered why when you pray to God on behalf of a certain situation in your life or the life of someone you know or love concerning, let's say a job offer or praying for a car or to receive favor from a boss or simply someone to either change their ways or for us or someone to be healed emotionally, mentally, and or physically. And it seems as though God has either left you on red, didn't or refuses to hear you, or it seems that the person or situation that you are praying for gets worse or nothing seems to happen. Do you want to know why your prayers aren't being answered so that you can understand the tools that are needed to pray for yourself, situation, and others? If so, keep listening because in this episode, I will discuss the difference between praying for yourself and praying for other people, how to pray for yourself and other people, and what scriptures to hold tight to when your faith and trust in the Lord to move on your behalf is being tested. Welcome to the Grow Regardless podcast. I'm your host, Janae Siobhan. This podcast is the place where those who are withered come to bloom. Here, you will be empowered and encouraged with biblical, practical, and spiritual tools that will help you navigate life boldly, effortlessly, and fearlessly with Christ and for Christ. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Janae Siobhan, and I'm excited to share with you on not only how to have an effective prayer life, but the real reason why God isn't answering your prayers. But be sure to stay until the end for some exciting news. Now, before we get started, it's important that we build a foundation. So today, we're going to take the scenic route. Are you ready? Cool. Let's go. What is prayer and how do I know that God hears me? Well, simply put, prayer is communication with God. If an intimate, revelatory relationship with God is what you desire, then you have to first assess why you are in your relationship with him. Now, you may get a little hurt, but it is what it is. The reality is that God isn't everyone's father. Everyone that calls him daddy isn't his child. To be truly a part of him, you have to have surrendered your life to him through salvation. For those that have heard church jargon before, you may have heard the term get saved. Once you have given your life to Christ through salvation, you will now begin to cultivate a sincere relationship with God, the Father. Look at it like this. We all know of people who have a tendency to claim us as their friend, but you know that they don't know you like they claim they do. You may even has, have had someone that claim up and down that they know you just because y'all have mutual friends or maybe even went to the same school. Take those same thoughts and apply it here. It takes time, energy, intentionality, and effort to truly build a relationship with anyone, including building your relationship with God. When you pray, but have no relationship with Jesus Christ, you're ultimately talking to a brick wall and deceiving yourself because God isn't hearing you. He only hears his children. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, I don't know about all that. I talk to God every day 
and I don't have to do all that extra stuff you're talking about. I know he hears me. And my response to that would be this. God is gracious. However, his word says that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. The word avail means to benefit or serve when used as a verb, which means if you have or have had that grandma, uncle, sister, or brother who you know is saved, saved, or living for the Lord and have surrendered their lives to God and have had or is praying for you, please know that you're living off of their prayers for you. Sooner or later, you're going to have to trust God on your own and seek him for yourself. And one of the most effective ways to build your relationship with God through prayer is to begin by being honest with yourself. It starts by asking yourself, do I have a relationship with God? Am I saved? In other words, have I truly surrendered my life to Christ? Have I backslid? Meaning I was for God at one point in my life and now I'm back doing my own thing, living my best life. Am I ultimately where I need to be in Christ? Am I in a season of disobedience or rebellion? Has the Lord told me I should be doing X, Y, and Z and yet I'm doing what I W-A-N-T? These are the questions that you need to ask yourself before you begin communicating with God. Because if you have sin in the camp and unrepented heart towards the things of God, unforgiveness, bitterness, etc., God will not hear you. Remember, sin separates us from God. So make sure you get that right before you come to him in prayer. Now let's talk about praying the promises of God. God can't do his part until you do your part. Once you do that, that is when you can effectively pray to God with a sincere heart and assurance that he hears you. Let me put you on to one of the many nuggets of wisdom that I am forever grateful for, thanks to my mentor and spiritual father. Pray his promises, not the problems. Oftentimes, we find ourselves in overwhelming or underwhelming situations, and we have a tendency to come to God and just start venting. Some of us be going in too. He probably up there like, why she so dramatic? Why he yelling like that? <laughs> but all jokes aside, God can handle your theatrics and your longing to know. He's God and he's not afraid of your questions and there's nothing wrong with getting things off your chest. If anything, he encourages us in his word to cast our cares onto him because he cares for us. That's 1 Peter 5, 7. However, after venting our problems, we have to pray his promises. Now, you may be saying to yourself, okay, what are the promises? And the promises of God are found in the scriptures. All throughout scripture, you'll find that God's promises to any believer are yes and amen, or so be it. Here's a practical tip. Always pray according to what the word of God says and his promises. When you ask anything based on what God's word says, which includes the many promises he has for those that are in relationship with him, he will hear you. I'm learning that God only moves on his word, period. And while you're praying to God with the word of God, you're not only speaking the language of God, but strengthening your mind, body, and spirit to walk in alignment with God. In other words, the word of God will begin to work in the very core of your being. 
His word will have the innate ability to allow you to respond and deal with any situation with the grace of God. It will ultimately put your flesh, meaning your negative attitude, thought process, responses, tone, etc., in check or under subjection. That way, when you find yourself in prayer, your emotions won't be so quick to stir your thoughts and feelings elsewhere because you're coming to God with receipts, his word, which holds his promises. And therefore, you know that he will hear you because that is the key to communication with God. That's the access card. So whether you're praying for a car, family member, friend, health, career move, relationships, spiritual growth, or whatever, rest assured that he will hear you because you are where you need to be. Let's do a quick recap. Assess yourself. Are you where you need to be in God? Are you a believer or back and right standing with God? Remember, God only hears his children. Are there any unresolved issues in your heart? Are you still holding on to things from the past or currently? If so, let that hurt go. God will not hear you if there is sin in the camp. Sin separates us from him, so don't set yourself up to feel abandoned. He's seemingly distant because there is sin, aka static, blocking the communication. And lastly, Pray the promises, not the problems. Remember, what you are dealing with, although it may surround you, it will not overtake you because you are praying according to God's word. Now that we have the basics down packed, it's time to know the real reason why your prayers aren't being answered. And the real reason God isn't answering your prayers is free will. Free will is what makes us as humans different from robots and any other species. God has endowed his creation with the liberty to choose. What you do with your free will is totally up to you. That's your business. Regardless of where you are spiritually, where you are right now in life is due to your God-given gift of free will. You are living in the accumulation of your choices. So, When you choose to pray to God about something dealing with you, it should be easy because when you're praying for yourself, you are coming to the Lord already in expectation. You praying is ultimately telling God that you've chosen to align your heart with his heart. So the only thing he needs from you is to trust him and to have faith that he will do what is necessary according to his will. During this stage, you have to remember that God's thoughts are higher than your thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. That's Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. So when or if you find yourself going there, pray until you get peace about said situation and leave it there. Don't try to figure it out or attempt to make things happen on your own because that is now manipulation and control, a true indicator of witchcraft and a Jezebel spirit. We'll touch on that in a future episode, but for now, if you find yourself praying for yourself and nothing happens, you may need to check your faith level or see if there may be any hindering or blocking spirits around you. That is ultimately keeping the Lord from making this happen for you. Remember, Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Hindering spirits can show itself in the relationships you've cultivated. Being around the wrong people or person can hinder you from prospering on all levels, mentally, spiritually, physically, financially. Don't fool yourself. Bad friends will destroy you. 1 Corinthians 15, 33, and I read that from the CEV version. Also, there could be what my spiritual father often says as sin in the camp. We talked about this earlier. Is there something that you know isn't of God, but you've allowed it in your space? If so, before God can do anything for you, you have to repent. Turn away from said thing altogether to get that sin out of the camp. That could be dabbling and doing things like divination, tarot cards, fornication, homosexuality, etc. Now that we know how free will affects our communication with God when it comes down to praying for ourselves, what happens when we are praying to God for something to happen on behalf of someone else or a situation involving someone else? Free will. God will not override someone's free will, not even your own. Earlier, I made mention that when you are praying to God on your own, you are already coming to him in agreement. You have a heart of expectation. Therefore, your will is his will. And since you both are in agreement, his will will be done regardless of how you think and what you feel. But when you pray on behalf of someone else or for a situation that's involving someone else, such as obtaining a promotion or a job, that involves higher up, management, etc. He will not override their free will. Praying for someone to make a certain decision, that involves that person willingly choosing to go in the opposite direction. People are stubborn. Again, he will not override their free will or anything simply involving someone doing anything for you or you on your behalf. When you pray this way, you're ultimately asking God to override that person's free will. God won't override that person's right to choose. It goes against his character and he will never go against his word. He says what he means and means what he says. That's why it's important that when we go to him in prayer, we are speaking the same language, i.e., his word. God can promise you something and you may know that in your heart of hearts, he can perform it mainly because he's given every believer the measure of faith. Nevertheless, God can even touch someone to do something for you. And with his grace, God doing for you what you can't do for yourself, he will make it happen just for you. But he will never override someone's free will. Hey, lovely. I hope that this episode has empowered and encouraged you thus far. As you are listening, I want to offer you something that will be beneficial to your journey with Jesus. My book, Well Watered Garden, a collection of poetry and quotes. This anticipated collection of poetry and quotes is a crawl through the valley of fear, doubt, and unbelief. 
yet a blooming of love, understanding, knowledge, and wisdom in all its glory. This book contains the keys that will open the door to wholeness and restoration in the lives of those who read it. So I encourage you to purchase Well-Watered Garden, a collection of poetry and quotes available on Amazon in three formats, ebook, paperback, and hardcover. I know that this book will encourage and empower you to reach new heights in your faith walk and provide you with the tools to be whole in your relationships, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm excited for you to get your copy. You can find the direct link to purchase in the show notes. Okay, back to the show. So we are finally nearing the end of the episode. And towards the end, you may have been asking yourself, Janae, how do I get my prayers answered? So knowing that God will never override someone's free will, And knowing it's always up to that person to take heed to the Holy Spirit and say, yes, Lord, to doing so. And even if he uses an unbeliever to bless you, it's still up to them to choose whether or not to do it. Either way it goes, we've all had or know of similar situations where someone, Christian or non-Christian, has blessed us. That all boils down to free will. My dad told me a story about a famous pastor who often goes to malls and while shopping or walking around, he may see someone looking at something and decide to bless them with whatever it was that they were interested in. You may ask yourself, Lord, when that's going to happen for me? And honestly, that's a valid question, but God may have prompted that person to bless you more than you even know. However, we have to realize that we all have the right to choose. That person that the Lord is prompting to bless you may simply be unaware of the prompting, distracted, or simply refuses to adhere. And you know what? That's their choice. Instead of asking the Lord for him to make that happen for you, here are a few ways to pray so that you can get your prayers answered. One, Pray to the Lord by asking him that whoever you are prompting to bless me, that they are willing to obey and follow your will. Two, pray that no hindering or blocking spirits will be able to distract them and ultimately take them away from what you've called them to do. And lastly, number three, ask the Lord to allow for there to be an opportunity. And when that opportunity comes, Pray that you are in a position to see it and move accordingly. Yay, you've made it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for choosing to spend time with me and investing your time with me. I pray that this episode has encouraged you and that the Lord continues to reveal himself to you. As promised, I have some exciting news for you. Since we talked heavily on praying God's promises, I would like to bless you with a small pocket-sized book called The Promises of God. It's not sponsored, but I do believe that this book will be a perfect tool in building your faith. I've used it for not only getting acquainted with the Bible, but also to simply help aid in my Bible reading and help serve as a quick resource when needed. It has scriptures on a myriad of topics such as love, prayer, temptation, lust, etc. So I usually have it in my pocketbook or a book bag or anything like that. So, you know, when the devil try to run up, 
I would just pick it up, take it out, give me a little search search going on and start speaking life into my situation. If you'd like a free copy, send me a message on Instagram at Grow Regardless Podcast. If you'd like to support this podcast so that I can continue to serve you by creating Christ-centered content, you can do so via Cash App at Janae, J-A-N-A-E, Siobhan, S-C-H-V-O-N-N-E. Also, special thanks to Love and Deliverance Ministries. Without God's work in this ministry, this podcast would not exist. So if you are looking for more encouraging content in between podcast episodes, you can follow them on YouTube and Facebook at Love and Deliverance Ministries, Inc. or on their website at loveanddeliveranceministries.com. Remember, when the Lord begins to reveal you to you, don't harden your heart. Thank you, and Lord willing, I will see you next Friday.